Well, today uh, we are been we just been celebrating all day with uh, baptisms and uh, remembering what the Lord did uh, on the on the cross for us, and it's just it's been an amazing day, and I'm just uh, so excited to be able to share this evening with you guys. Uh, uh, as you may know, I consider baptism days to be the, the best day ever in, in the life of the church. And the, the reason why baptisms are so special to me is that I believe they're the lifeblood of the church, that, that they are so important not only to the individual, but also uh, important to the life of the local church and, and the global church of, of Jesus Christ. And uh, it was interesting, I was hanging out in Red Eye Midtown this week, that's not the interesting part, that's pretty normal, and uh, I was talking with somebody, and someone who doesn't go to E3, and uh, they had heard some different things uh, uh, about baptism and, and views that we have on baptism, which uh, uh, were kind of wacky, and uh, so I, I uh, had a conversation, and I just... Uh, cleared up some misconceptions, and I just thought I'd take uh, this evening a little bit before we get into baptisms and, and going to the Lord's table just to kind of talk about what baptism is, what, what do we feel uh, the, the Scripture teaches about baptism, and what, what's true about it. And uh, first thing, what baptism is, is not, it's, it's not something uh, magical, it's, it's not a ticket to heaven. Um, if uh, Allison or, or Emily on their way to E3 tonight, uh, God forbid, got hit by a bus, we, we don't think that they would be in eternal damnation or, or any, anything like that. That's, uh, but you guys made it, so you're cool. And, uh, it, it, you know, and it's also not an E3 thing. This is uh, not something that we made up or uh, people are not required to be baptized here to, you know, to learn the secret handshake or, or anything like that. In fact, uh, if uh, you were baptized in another, um, well, not even another local church, if you were baptized in, and, uh, um, uh, and fulfilled what Christ asked you to do in that, you know, we recognize that and uh, we're, we're excited um, for you um, about that. Really what baptism is, is an opportunity uh, for the, the local church to celebrate with an individual who's ready to stand up in front of their community and make a public proclamation saying, you know what, I understand I'm not perfect, I don't have it all figured out, but my desire is to tell you guys that, hey, I'm a follower of Christ, and, and I want to make him the leader of, of my life, and I accept uh, what he did on the cross is payment uh, for all my brokenness, all my uh, uh, mistakes, all of these things, and he is my savior. So basically, what's going to be going on here today is someone in our church family uh, wanted to come to their church family and just let you know, hey, look at I'm at a big part, big spot in my spiritual journey, and and. And Jesus got, got baptized, and he asked us to be baptized, and as a follower of him, I want to do that, and I want to, I want to be part of that story uh, that has been being told for thousands of years. And this, this symbolic act of, uh, 
uh, outward expression of an inward uh, conversion or change, you know, connects you with millions and millions of, of followers of Christ who preceded us. And it, and it weaves together our story with a, a, a just a rich history uh, that our, our faith is about. So uh, that's what's going to be happening. Uh, basically, why we um, uh, baptize by immersion is the word baptism comes from the Greek word baptismo. And uh, basically, that Greek word uh, literally means to uh, immerse or, or submerge um, something. And usually, the word was used in reference of fa- in fabric being dyed. And they would take a piece of fabric that had been woven, and they would baptismo into into uh, a dye, and then they would bring it out and it had taken on new characteristics. And the Bible tells us that, that uh, symbolically when we go under the water that we're symbolically dying to ourself. And uh, when we come up, we're identifying with Jesus as he was risen from the dead. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing today. One thing unique about E3 that we do do. <laughs> yes, I know. I said do do. Uh, that is not a misconception. I am a cussing pastor, just so watch out, doo-doo. We, we, our community uh, purchases uh, the finest candle uh, known to man. I'm sorry, ADD moment. Uh, uh, And uh, so it would be, it's a, we give it to the person being baptized uh, so they can bring something home and, and remember uh, this, this day that they uh, made this public proclamation uh, in front of their community. And what we like to do is we look at the candle uh, in, the, in the metaphor of Jesus using uh, that we are meant to be lights to the world. And we believe that we were all designed to be in relationship with the creator of the universe. And essentially... Uh, Before we discover that relationship, that we are like a candle that hasn't been lit. We, you know, we're we're good. We're 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 nice. You know, we smell pretty and all kind of stuff. Some of us, and uh, but we're not fulfilling. You know, everything that we were meant to be. And what we like to do is to and. Uh, have the person invite people who are significant in their journey of faith to come up and uh, to light their light their candle, and that symbolizes that person, a light of the world, passing on their light to another person. So that's what we're going to be doing today, and uh, we like to spend a little time with the uh, people who are getting baptized just to hear their stories. So the first person who is being baptized today, and there's two this evening, uh, is Allison. Will you please welcome Allison? How are you this evening? I'm good. Thank oh. you. Yeah. Is that on? Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's a very technical way to do it. Don't try that. <laughs> I went to school for many years to do that. So, uh, well, welcome tonight, and uh, tell us a little bit about your story and and uh, what's your path been. You know, what's happened in your life, and what brings you here today. Well, I grew up in a Christian home with my mom. Is 
pretty much the head of us. And we always went to church when we were little. Unfortunately, that had to end at some point because my mom started working on Sundays, and she was the one who took us. So for, I'm not quite sure how long we didn't go to church, but I was still sure that Jesus was my Savior. And then my sister Kristen got baptized here, and we started coming because this is such a great church. And um, a few weeks ago, it's the most profound experience of my life. It's like the turning point. I was here. It was the first musical worship. Um, I was looking up at this side screen thing, and I closed my eyes, and then I felt something. I symbolically reached out my arms, and then God was there, and he reached back and hugged me, and it was the most incredible thing I felt. It was amazing. Was that one of the first times you really experienced God and his realness? In yeah, that was the first time, and I felt just a shadow of that a few minutes ago. But this was so much more. I felt a small portion of his love flow into me. It was more than I could hold. <laughs> it was amazing. Wow. And tell me, uh, so what's happened ha- What's happened uh, since then? What, what about that encounter uh, led you to want to be baptized? Well, it's kind of hard. It's really hard to put into words. Just... I don't, I, before you don't I have started to put coming it into words. here, <laughs> before I started coming here, I wasn't really that great a Christian. I didn't really think about it that much. But recently, it's just, my life revolves around it now. Okay. Well, cool. So, as you uh, sit here today, do you proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I do. Cool. The next person who's going to be baptized and share their story with us is Emily. So if you please welcome her. There you go. Why are you doing that? Right late. Ah. <laughs> You'll get used to it. Yeah, I'm good now. All right, good. So, well, cool. Well, tell us a little bit about your story and your journey and uh, why you're here today for this evening. Well, like Allison, I grew up in a Christian home where I always knew that Jesus was my Savior. And, like, I don't know how long, a while ago, Kristen got baptized. And I was like, yeah, sure, that's cool. She's baptized. Yay. But then I started thinking, and you know, it was a very gradual thing, when I suddenly, re- suddenly excuse me, realized that the Lord wanted me to be baptized. I could feel it, and so here I am. Cool. Um, is there anything that you f- would like to share with us just about your, your journey or, or anything? No. Okay, you don't have no, to. Good. Well, cool. Well, then, as you sit here this evening, do you proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I do. Cool. Um, this morning, it is my pleasure to introduce to you guys uh, Heather, and if you'll welcome her, I'm sure she's somewhere here 
Here she comes. Uh, I've, uh, I've, uh, do we have the mic? Cool, thank you. Uh, it's been my pleasure to get to know Heather Moore at Red Eye Midtown. She volunteers there an awful lot. I'm, hi. Um, and uh, she's always there in her red hat and apron, smiling and, and uh, uh, enabling my caffeine addiction. So that's very good. And so um, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your uh, spiritual journey so far. Well, I, um, I guess growing up, we would go to church, but not very often. My dad would go more for business things than anything else, you know, if you, had, if you knew someone there. But um, most of the experience I had in church was as long as you were there in your best dress and giving money, that's all they really cared about. They didn't care what you were doing the night before, and I just, I just I never liked that. I never thought that was, you know, the right thing to do. And I think that, and, and I didn't have a very good childhood, and so I always kind of grew up thinking, you know, if he's so great and so wonderful, how can he let bad things happen, especially to children? So I was just like, you know, he must not really be there then. If all these things are happening and happening to me, you know, how can, how can he really be there? So I don't know if just over the years you, you kind of, the farther you get away from things that happen to you, you kind of think, well, you know, maybe it's, it's supposed to be that way or maybe you just don't, I don't know, you don't understand, you're not supposed to understand. Um, but I think I just, over the years, was like, maybe, you know, that was supposed to happen. Maybe I was supposed to, um, I don't know, be stronger. And I think I am. Um, when I moved over here to Tallahassee to go to school, I, um, I met um, a girl who goes here. Actually, she, she doesn't go here anymore because she moved to California. Her name was Rachel Ashley. Um, and she was just, we were studying, we were doing physics and studying, and she was talking about church. I think she went to Guatemala once or twice. Um, and I was just like, you know, this is, you know, I'd like to go to your church and see how it is. And so she was like, okay, come on out, you know. And, um, and that's really how I started coming here. And I liked it. I liked it because it didn't matter what you wore. It didn't matter who you were, you know. And everyone says I love the music, but I do. Because <laughs> that's a big, a big part of my life is the music, too. Um, but I also liked everything you have to say because you're not standing up there saying you have to be like this. You know, if you're not like this, you're going to go to hell. And you're not just, you know, I had been to some churches where it was very fire and brimstone, up and down the aisles, and it just, you know, it scares you when people say those kind of things to you. And, and you don't. You don't scare anybody. You're just like, come be happy, join us, be friends, and I like that a lot. Cool. So what... Um, what were some of the things uh, in your in your journey that led you to uh, acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I don't I don't think I had like the big aha moment mm -hmm. or anything like that. I know that things now, even though I'm still just as busy as I was before with school and work and my family, things like that, I just seem calm now. You know, I've, I've been coming here about a year and a half now, and it just seems like even though I'm just as busy and stressed out, at the same time, I'm just very calm. I'm just like, it'll be okay. I know it will be. 
And so I don't know that there was a certain moment in time when I realized that it just, it just is now. It is. And uh, what led you to make this decision today to take this next step in your, in your journey to be baptized? Um, I think, it, well, I, maybe it sounds kind of funny, but I kind of feel like if I don't, I'm going to be being fake. You know, mm -hmm. that I'm just kind of here and singing the songs, but I don't, I don't want to be fake. I want to, you know, I don't know, like be 100% or tell everybody that I am, and that's why I guess. Well, well awesome. Well, let's tell everybody that you are. Do you, as you sit here today, do you proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I do. Cool. want to introduce to you uh, Rebecca Coffey, and she is going to be uh, being baptized today, so come on up. You can welcome her. How exciting, and, and uh, you do have the coolest uh, last name oh, at E3. We, thank you so much. And it was your last name before you came to E3. Yes, it was. Yes, just... <laughs> So no other rumors get started. Yeah. So, uh, so um, well, cool. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey and uh, why you're here today. Okay. Well, I'll start at the beginning because, you know, you don't really should. Um, I'm growing up in an awesomely Christian home. Like, I still am. I can't say I've, I've grown up in a Christian home because I'm still growing up in a Christian home. And my parents provided this wonderful environment for me and... I really realized how blessed I am to have parents who care so much that they want to bring Christ into my life. But um, even as I was very young, I would hear testimonies of other people and how they'd say, oh, you know, Christ spoke to me and he told me to do this or I had a dream and this is what I saw, so now I'm motivated to go do this. And I never quite got that, you know, this is a God that we can't see and we can't hear um, and he's intangible. So I never really understood how people could be motivated to do something for some, something that they can't see, even though I believe God was there, you know. And then, so there was always this kind of weird pursuing God thing for me. Where, how do I find him? Um, and that was pretty much a lot of my life. And when I was in middle school, I thought I had a pretty good grasp on it, and then I tried to take baptism classes then, but I remember when I took it and I came out of it, I was like, something's not right. So... I didn't get baptized then. Um, so I got into high school. And then, of course, that's when, like, real teenage drama starts to pop up, and it did. Um, and then I started, as things went along, and I made lots of friends, I started, um, I made a commitment to myself that I wouldn't date just for dating's sake, you know, because a lot of teenagers, they just want to have relationships because they think that's what they're supposed to do, you know. Oh, you're going out with so-and-so. Oh, yeah, because you're cool like that. Um, but yeah, I, I realized that there was an emptiness in that. Can I pause right there? Yeah. You must be the most excited dad ever. <laughs> Will you mentor my daughter, Madison? I think this is an excellent plan. Certainly. Sorry, that's just a little commercial from a dad, so. No, We got to okay. talk. That is awesome. All right. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I really, I knew that that was a good choice for me because it just made sense. For all teenage girls. Yes. 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 <laughs> um, but then my really close friends all started getting boyfriends. And then I became calling myself the 11th wheel. That's my own personal nickname. <laughs> and it really sucked. <laughs> 
And then I started feeling the loneliness even more, you know. Um, I wanted fulfillment in mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. And I thought that the best way to get that would be, like, having a relationship with a guy, you know. But I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it didn't happen. And I s tried to, like, vent in other ways and find fulfillment in other ways. And it just left me feeling lonely through all of it. And I was just really, really upset. I cried a lot, and I was just depressed, and it kind of sucked. But then um, I reached a real low point, and I had a talk with my senior high group leader, Nikki, and she says, there's this book that I've heard about. It's called Every Young Woman's Battle. You should read it. And I'm like, I think my mom gave that to me back in middle school when I put it in my desk drawer <laughs> after reading like one page. So I went and looked it up, and I found it, and then I read it, and it was on Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I remember that because it was a day off. And I was sitting there on my couch, and I finished it, and then I was like, oh, my gosh. I understand now that I've been trying to fulfill myself in ways that were not good for me, and my fulfillment should come from God. And it just made so much sense. And I was filled with this, this amazing warmth, it felt like. I felt so complete. And then after acknowledging the fact that God was what wanted to fill that lonely space in my heart. It was amazing. Like, I was the happiest I had been in months. And I remember walking outside, it was really cold, and I called Nikki and I'm like, I'm done with the book and my life just changed. And ever since then, I've, I've felt so fulfilled. I now understand why people are so eager to pursue God and, and do amazing things. And I'm like, Mom, I want a new Bible. So we, I got like a new Bible and all these books that I'm reading. And the enthusiasm is just abounding. And it's so cool. And I really feel now that I can get in front of everybody and say, I will commit myself to Christ. Because I know it's true now. And it's just amazing. Awesome. Um so as you sit here today, I know you just did, but I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I do. Cool. 